Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, Season 5, Episode 12, called Finally Motivated. In this episode, I talk about animating text messages, free music resources, finding social media trends, a couple of cool iPhone tricks, Google fonts, Pokemon, and a virtual meetup for library workers. Let's give it a go. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. So my family and I had this long, pointless argument as to which vowel is the most important. And, well, I won. Well, hello, everyone. You might remember me. My name is Jen Giffen, and I used to do a podcast called Shooks and Giff and haven't done it for five weeks. So I was going to start by apologizing, but I recently read a book called The Lazy Genius, which was just an okay book. But the one thing, well, there's about four things I took from it, but the one, one of those four things was just stop apologizing for things that, you know, you're not, you don't need to apologize for. And I sort of feel it's that way with, with podcasts, right? I don't listen to them on a regular basis in that. What I, what I mean by that is I'm not like, okay, on Tuesday they release, so I've got to listen to it right away. I listen when I can. So I think as a podcaster, I have sort of the the privilege of having listeners and, and people tune in to what I have to say. But I don't think that there's, I don't think it's an onerous task that you have to post every week. So here's the deal. I haven't felt very motivated. We've had a really late winter. Um, in fact, I woke up today and it's like something like minus, I don't know, what's, what's the temperature in here? I, I know it was like, feels like seven degrees Fahrenheit for the American listeners. So right now it is, I'm going to open my app here because you know, weather's super important. Um, feels like minus 15 degrees Celsius. And it's like the end of March and I'm done. And I normally get away at March break and I was supposed to go to spring queue. And for all of you who went, I'm so jealous. I saw the pictures. I'm in a Voxer um, chat with Brian Briggs and Ryan O'Donnell and uh, Tom Covington and Brent Warner were all there. And, and Mike Jeffcott is also in it, but he was not there. And we would joke around, but hey, I'm over here in the black hat. It was very funny. That was funny, Mike. I liked that. Um, but I saw people and I was like, oh, they're back together and some masked and some unmasked. And I just, I wasn't sure that I wouldn't go and be quite honestly responsible. I was like, I'm not going to wear my mask properly if I get there. And I'm going to just, I didn't want to get stuck in the States and not be able to come back because I caught COVID. And I was like, this just, it's not responsible. Plus I'm also doing a really big home renovation right now. Like we're, we've gutted our main floor. We're not living at home still. There's just a, there's a lot going on. So I'm, I'm down from the weather and I'm occupied with this reno and I'm not really feeling I just wasn't really feeling it. I'm just no, not motivated. I guess it's the time of year. Maybe it's pandemic. Maybe it's the fact that we're on the brink of a world war. I don't know. But I got up today and I thought, no, you know what? This brings me joy. I think I'll, I'll get out of a funk maybe if I record. And I know a few other friends are recording this weekend who haven't recorded in a while. So here I am. That's my long-winded excuse as to why I haven't podcasted and why I'm not going to apologize. But I'm happy to be back. I have been listening to a really fun podcast, though, in the meantime, not at all education related. If you want a good laugh, it's called Smartless. Brian Briggs told me about it. It's uh, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and um, Sean Hayes, Jack from Will and & Grace. And the three of them get on and they interview another celebrity and they just talk. It's like being a fly on the wall. And it is so funny. Canadian listeners, the Martin Short episode had me 
laughing out loud in the car on the way home earlier this week. So if you're a Martin Short fan, especially a Canadian Martin Short fan, he just, he's, he's stellar in it. Anyway, let's get into the podcast itself. I have a few shares. I don't have a whole lot, although I have a feeling I'll talk forever because, well, you know me. Um, the first one I want to talk about is called Text Chat Animator. And it's, it's this really cool kind of app. Um, well, it's not an app. It's a, it's a website. And it creates realistic text chat animations that simulate a messaging app. So you come to this website and you can choose the people who are going to be on the chat. You can even upload photos to make it look like them. You can name them. Um, some, you know, it gives you certain names. I, I don't think you can actually, I don't think you can change the names. Can I? Oh yes, you can. I'm a liar. So at the top, there's the, the avatars. You can change those. You can change the names. And then it says, okay, here's, here's the lines of text you want to add. And it starts out with two, four, six, seven different lines of text. And then it animates it. And then when you're done, you can export it as an animated GIF. And I thought, wow, this would be a really fun thing to do for, you know, if you wanted to do, talk about characterization, um, if you were looking at historical facts, if you wanted to even for social media, put something on and pretend it's a conversation between people in your school. Um, maybe it's a real conversation that you just want to reanimate in, in some way. It's a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of creative potential for it. And it's at chat-animator.com. As always, I'll have links to everything in the show notes at shooksandgif.com. So that's my first share. Next up, I found this really cool website. It's streamtunes.com and stream is spelled with two E's. So S-T-R-E-E-M-T-U-N-E-S.com, streamtunes. And it allows you to access some free to use music via a Google Drive folder. Now it seems like everything is owned by someone named Bradley Lesh, L Lesh, I don't know how you pronounce this, L-E-S-H-C-H. And he has categorized everything into different genres of music. So we have dubstep and electronic dance music, hip hop, Latin, lo-fi. So you go into a folder and inside the folders, there are all these music files, which is pretty cool. So I can, you know, click on one and I can download it and use it anywhere I want. So one might look like or sound like, I guess music doesn't look, it sounds unless you can see music, but here's one here. So I was like cruising along here, dancing to the music, but that's one of the samples of the Latin music. And even the beginning of that, I'm hearing it and I'm like, oh, that kind of would be a really cool thing to start a podcast. So if you do have student podcasts and you have students podcasting in your learning environment, and I talk about the benefits of this all the time, I really think this is a cool place to take them so that they can find the sort of Creative Commons licensed music that they could use in those uh, in those podcasts or any anything really that they want. Maybe it's morning announcements. Uh, maybe it's just background music in a tutorial video that they're making. Uh, I, I think there's a lot to be said for teaching students to pick music that fits the tone or the mood of whatever they're presenting. So there's a lot of opportunity here and it's all free. And they even say, you know, you can see their, their license and, and how they get it. So that's streamtunes.com. Pretty cool stuff there. I'm not sure where I found that. I came across and I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. All right. I'm also start, I'm, I'm trying to become better at posting reels and sort of TikTok videos. Although I think I've said on the show before, I'm not really supposed to use TikTok. 
uh, in my district. It's not one that's accessible in the school. Kids have to go off our, our board or our school Wi-Fi to use it um, and then use their own data. So I don't like that. But we do Instagram Reels. And I'm often at a loss about what I should do. And I don't know if you find this, if you manage any kind of account uh, yourself for social media, whether it be your own or for a department or for your whole school, your district, whatever. And you're like, oh, I, I want to get on a trend, but I don't know what they are, right? Because we, with the algorithms, we get different stuff than students get. And you know, you know, you might see it and then it'd be a few days later and then it's already old. So you want to get that traction. And I'm not talking to like become TikTok famous. And if you want to do that, that's fantastic. But for me, it's just engagement with my audience and being a high school librarian, uh, I know that the students are on TikTok and, and they're on Instagram. So I, I'm often making reels to show things. And I, I just bought about $1,500 worth of manga and graphic novels and the kids went bananas. And they found out about it because it was on Insta. And I started to realize more so than I had before the the power of it. But I want to, I really want to get on trends so that they're watching so that when they're searching for a trend or when they hear music, they're like, oh, and then, you know, I pop up there as well. So I, I I was like, how much time do I really need to spend on social media to see the trends? And I think I've spoken before that I went down the TikTok <laughs> tunnel uh, last summer. And then I, I realized that I was, you know, doing bad things to my brain. And, and I wasn't happy when I was spending that much time on TikTok, even though I couldn't stop. It's totally addictive. But I found this blog. It, it showed up, funny enough, in my, my feed. And it's the Later blog. And Later.com is a social media company. I know they, they have an app that you can use to post sort of like TweetDeck for Twitter. Um, to post things later, Instagram stuff, which ugh, Instagram for the love Instagram. Let me schedule a post. They don't have that. Later allows you to create it and then it, it basically sends you a reminder saying, hey, you want to post this now and you've got to put it out. But um, I haven't used it in about a year or so, so it may have changed slightly, but that's the basic gist. Anyway, Later Blog has this really awesome sort of sub blog that they update all the time. There's this one post every week they update it. And it tells you what the trends are on Instagram and Reels. So I have the link in the show notes and it will say, hey, not only will it say, here's the sound or here's what people are doing, but it gives you an example. And I love it. I love it. I love it because I've been able to say, hey, yeah, this totally works. So I don't know about you, but I got completely addicted to uh, inventing Anna or Anna, I guess, about Anna Delvey. It, it just blew my mind. I couldn't stop watching it last weekend. And there's the one scene, if you've watched it and if you haven't, there's a scene where she gets in an argument with the uh, young man that she's seeing and she says, you know, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you. And I'm not going to try to do the accent because it's not a real accent. <laughs> but she uh, said that. And we had an inclement weather day last week where, again, it was our second inclement weather day where it just rained, no snow, no freezing rain like they called for. And I had so much I wanted to do at school. I wanted to catalog a bunch of books and get them out. And I had a whole bunch of stuff anyway. So I, I took a, a video of myself looking out the window with this, because, with the sound, because this later blog said, yeah, here you go. Here's the trend. I don't have time for this. And then it tells you the date that it's trending. And it says trend recap, using a clip from the Netflix, inventing Anna, use this audio to make a audio to make a joke, call yourself out or share something that people in your niche can relate to. And off they go. And, and they then share an example, either of their own that they've done or of other creators. And it's given me so much inspiration for how I can use different sounds. And so I don't have to think about, okay, well, I, I should probably post something because I like to try to post a few times a week at least. I, uh, I I don't have to think anymore about, okay, which sound should I use and what should I do? And if I see something, that's great. But if I'm not feeling sort of that creative vibe, this totally doesn't. And mine, it was me looking out the window, yelling at the weather gods saying, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you. And then I had a text box saying, you know, when 
your district calls an inclement weather day and you have so much to do at school, but you're stuck at home. So lots of fun. Uh, both of them linked. Again, that's the later blog. They have a lot of stuff on social media if you're interested in that and, and want to see. Or even if you're, you're teaching students about social media and you're doing that media piece uh, and how we're influenced, they have a lot of really cool content that you can dive into. Okay, next I have, I believe it's an itty bitty shooky giffy. I do. No, actually, you know what? Mm, how do I want to do this? I'm trying to think of the order that I want to do this in. I'm No, I am. I'm, I'm going to go this way. So I'm, I'm going to share a couple of itty bitties with you right now. One was posted on Twitter that I saw by Tracy uh, Piltz. She's at Tracy with an I, T-R-A-C-I-P-I-L-T-Z. And she said, so yesterday, a second grader taught me that you can ask Siri to take a screenshot. Mind blown emoji. It's helpful, especially with little hands that are trying to screenshot on big iPads. And I thought, what? So sure enough, I run over, I grab my phone and I say, hey, Siri, she's not going to turn on for me. Yep, she turned on. Um, Take a screenshot. And she totally took the screenshot. I was like, what? So think about times when you might have, for me, like yesterday I was making homemade gluten-free pasta for my father-in-law. It was his birthday and he's uh, celiac and he has celiac disease. So he can't eat. He's, he misses lasagna since he's been diagnosed in the last few years. So I said, you know what? For his birthday, we will make him a lasagna, homemade gluten-free lasagna. And my hands were all dirty and I wanted to just like capture part of the recipe. And so I told her to do it and she did it. Mind-blowing. And I love this idea for the littles. Uh, the other thing that you may or may not know is that you can access your phone. Like right now on your phone, it's for me, it's the side button and then the volume up button. So sometimes you don't, you you can't do that, right? You don't have the dexterity. Maybe in my husband's case, he hates it because his case is really chunky. So it's really hard. You have to really push. So you may not know is that you can back tap your iPhone. This has happened since iPhone 8. I think it's a really underutilized function of an iPhone. Um, And what that means is like you're holding your phone and basically if you tap on the back where the Apple symbol is, it will perform actions. You do this through accessibility. So you have to go into settings, into accessibility, into touch, and then back tap. And I'm sharing this right now because my husband has the back tap set up as his screenshot. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I have it set up. At the time, I had it set up to open up all my apps and go through. But I went in and I looked at it again today in, in preparing for the show. And I thought about, hey, you know, what, what else could I could I do here to you know, on, on the back tap. So I, I'm going to go in, I'm going to hit touch. And then, you know, you scroll down, it's the last thing. And you, you can say, okay, if I double tap or triple tap, you can do both a double tap and triple tap, do different things. But I changed it to lock rotation because often I'll be like watching a video or a picture shares and it keeps rotating. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to have to swipe down and up, but there's a whole bunch you can do. You can open your camera from that. You can turn on your flashlight. I had that for a while. Um, so that if I was like walking upstairs and at night and it was dark, um, you can mute things, you can use your magnifier, like you can basically access all of your accessibility. Um, there's shortcuts that you can set up for them. It's, it's a really cool feature. So if you don't have that, first of all, Siri can take the screenshot for you, but if it's not a screenshot that you want as something that's really accessible, try that double and triple back tap in accessibility and see all the options that you have that might just save you those nanoseconds that I talk about all the time, right? Those nanoseconds are so important to me. All right. Another one that I saw is friend of the show and former guest Tom Mullaney shared a, um, a blog post over, well, oh gosh, on Valentine's Day. So like a month and a half ago now, but it was called Google Fonts for Any Era. And he looks at all the fonts that are embedded inside Google. He also has the, the really funny, um, 
uh, Papyrus SNL skit with Ryan Gosling. If you haven't seen it, it's worth going to this blog post just to watch that. Um, But he talks about all the different fonts you might use to, again, set a tone or a mood. I talked about that in, you know, stream tunes and, and how we choose music, but a font can really set a mood as well. So he talks, you know, classical era and medieval era and through World War One and into the 40s and then what about the 90s and these kind of look like currency. And he breaks down all of, not all of, but a many of the fonts that are included with Google. So if you're, you're looking for a new font, or you're like, yeah, I have this theme then and what would fit? You don't want to have to go through the thousands of fonts that are there. Tom has curated a bunch for us. And again, that's linked in the show notes. Super fun. Thank you for that, Tom. Okay. What else do I have to share here today? Um, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't talk about Wordle. Of, of course, I, I can't I can't leave you hanging. And while I don't have a true Wordle share this week, I will tell you that today's word, my son helped me with it and he like, blew my mind with that he got it and I was so proud of him but anyway I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it because I will probably release this episode today and I don't want anyone to to get angry with me still loving Wordle still do it every morning but I was poking around the internet as you do and someone has created they call it word tortle I think it's named after a Pokemon character because this is Pokemon trivia and instead of guessing a word and it's not like okay this is the number that are right and this is the number of um letters that aren't and this is right in the not right spot just like we do in Wordle you have to guess a Pokemon character so you go to the website it's pokemon-trivia.com forward slash word tortle so word t-o-r-t-l-e and let me tell you my my girlfriend Danica it's a little bit of a sidebar before I explain it my girlfriend Danica hit the nail on the head yesterday she texted um, my other girlfriend Amanda and I and the three of us are in this chat And she has a husband who works shift work. And she says, when he's on afternoons and it's just me and my two boys eating dinner, I often feel like I'm dining at an exotic restaurant where I do not understand the language because they're going on and on about either Pokemon or Minecraft or Fortnite. And Amanda and I laughed. We're like, yes, same. My husband and I constantly look at each other and we're like, seriously, do you understand what they're saying? But if you have kids who are Pokemon obsessed, like my kids, this is a really fun game. It's, it would be fun in a classroom too, with, with sort of that middle school age students who are like really into Pokemon still. So back to the Pokemon trivia game, you come in the first thing it says, enter a Pokemon. You put your cursor in there and it starts populating. I think it's every Pokemon character there is. So I'm going to pick everyone's favorite Pikachu. And I'm going to submit that. And then it says, nope, that's the big nope, nope. But then it gives me yeses and noes. So it may evolve into use item. It can learn surf. It can learn double edge. It can learn takedown and is from the Kanto region. Again, exotic like place that I'm eating at. Don't understand any of this. But if you have any young people like in the car with you listening, if that's where you're listening, they might totally get this. But it does not. So it gives me some yeses and noes. It does not have lightning rod ability. It does not have static ability. It does not have electric type and it's not frequently found in forest. Now, I have no idea if these yeses actually relate to Pokemon and the noes don't. In fact, maybe, give me, give me one second. All right. So I called in, I, I called in some, some backup. This is Bennett. Bennett, say hi to the listeners. Hello. <laughs> this is one of my sons. So Bennett, I'm talking about this word, word turtle that I showed you and your brother's earlier this week where you had to guess the Pokemon character. Oh, yeah. So I entered Pikachu as my first one. So can Pikachu do this evolve into use item? Is that a thing that Pikachu can do? Like surf, double edge, take down Kanto? Is uh, he from the Kanto region? 
Pikachu's basically from every region. Oh, but, of course. Uh, it can evolve using an item, except then we know it's not Pikachu. Um, can it learn to surf Pikachu? Are these things... Do Pikachu? surfing Pikachu. <laughs> do surfing Pikachu. No, I can't. Come on. Uh, does it... Do, she she is Pikachu? Is she? A he? A they? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. So do, does Pikachu not have lightning rod abilities? Pikachu is a lightning uh, Oh, does. Type, so. so, and it does have static ability? Yeah. So what this has done then says, okay, here's all of Pikachu's characteristics. These are the ones that also fit this character, yeah. but do not fit. Yeah. And these are the ones that don't fit. Okay. Thank you for your, t- thank you for your help. You're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. It pays to have a sixth grader around, I guess. Oh, no, he just slammed the door. That's what you hear. He's like, leaves. He's like, he's in the middle of Minecraft. He's playing this morning. We give them an hour um, on Sunday mornings. And he's like, can I just help you after? My time's almost done. I'm like, what if I give you some extra time? That's where he comes running in. Anyway, so yes, there you go. It takes all of Pokemon or all of Pikachus or whichever Pokemon you picked characteristics and then says, okay, these are the ones that are like them. And these are the ones that are not like, and you have to keep guessing until you get it. Um, they play it last week and they got one in like 29 guesses, but they were fully in. So if I need them just to be quiet and in one space for a bit, I'm thinking like, okay, we're almost ready to go somewhere, but I need five more minutes to clean up the kitchen or whatever it happens to be. This is the way I can do it. So anyway, it's, it's pretty fun. Like I said, it's called word turtle. It's the closest thing I'm going to do to sharing a wordle today in today's episode. But of course I can't, I almost, I think I almost need to rename the podcast now something about how much I love Wordle, but anyway. Um, Okay. So the last thing that I want to share is just something that I'm doing. I'm doing a Zoom meetup with uh, members and non-members of the Ontario School Library Association. It will take place on uh, no, or sorry, November. Oh my gosh. Honest to goodness. I said to my husband last week, did 20, 21 happened because when I think back 2020 and 2021 were like the same year I can't decipher them anyway apparently I also think it's November probably because there's snow on the ground almost in April anyway on April 12th at uh, 7 p.m eastern I'm doing uh, something with a bunch of teacher librarians so if you're a teacher librarian and you want to join in and network with some other teacher librarians we are doing something called planting seeds and growing roots an evening of networking and idea sharing basically we're going to get on zoom i'm going to put out some topics and we're going to share ideas because like i said i'm sort of feeling drained it's the end of the year here in in ontario this is the first time that we've been in school after march break since 2019 (laughs) so it's like this weird i can't find motivation and i thought how can I build things up much like wanting to podcast today? And so I, I've planned this with the Ontario School Library Association. If you want to check it out, we'd love to have you. I'm hoping to get a whole bunch of educators in there and we'll just share a ton in the chat and we can extract the chat afterwards and then it will give people some fuel, if not for the end of this year, maybe even start up for next year. But that's it. That's what I have to share. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to really try to get another one out in two weeks as I do. And if I don't, then I don't. And that's okay because that's where life is right now. I hope you're all doing really well. If anything here has inspired you, like always, give it a go. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F dot com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid. Or by tweeting at us, sending us an email. Or talking to us in real life. 
I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.